Welcome to the show. It's Real Talk with the Six Man. I'm your host, the Six Man. This podcast is uncut, unscripted, and we talk about a wide range of topics. Black entrepreneurship, social injustice, education, finances, the family dynamic, Me Too movement, Black Lives Matter, and mental health, along with many more. It's a Real Talk podcast to empower, educate, encourage, uplift, and inspire, and to allow others to be better than they were yesterday. Hi, this is Amechi with the Amechi Effect. And for daily inspiration, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at the Amechi Effect. Amechi spelled A-M-E-C-H-I. You're listening to my daddy, the sex man. Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back. You are tuned in to Real Talk with the Six Man. Tonight is um it's gonna be a heavy it's gonna be a heavy conversation, but I think it'll be something that will be nice for people to hear, to learn about. Um and this young lady's journey um has definitely been a promising one. Um I I spoke to her briefly, um and I didn't want to get too much information because I wanted her to be able to go into detail or as much detail as she would like to. And so I think that um, it'll be enlightening to hear her story, her journey, and where she's going uh, thus far after this um, episode, um, because she has a lot of stuff that she wants to do, and I want to help her get to that point. So I think that it'll be very nice to hear her story. So first, I want to welcome into my co-host, Amechi, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, everybody? Nothing much. I'm glad that it's getting close to the end of the week. <laughs> you love you love the end of the week. <laughs> I, I guess I guess yeah. that's why we picked this day, huh? Thursday. So that was like, oh, yes. boom, tomorrow, Friday. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what's up. So Absolutely. how's the week gone for you thus far? Like, what's going on this week so far? I, right. It's it's been going. I mean, it's been going good. It's you know just working and still trying to stay focused and stay on my path and don't get sidetracked it's been going good it's easy to get sidetracked now it's very easy easy. to get sidetracked especially (laughs) especially when you're driving home and you see the liquor store you're like damn I should probably go in that junk (laughs) (laughs) I should probably go in that junk definitely that you know but yeah but just to stay focused so that is hilarious. Cause I, cause I, cause, cause I know me, I, I get sidetracked quick. I ain't gonna lie. What? I get sidetracked quick. Right. So, so I got. Da- I always gotta try to. I gotta bring it back. Yeah, I gotta dial it back in sometimes. Yeah. Yes. Kevin, you gotta reel it back in because it's so easy. It's so easy. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so um, one of the things I wanted to talk about real quick before we bring our guests on, um, well, with me, um, week is going fine. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's been regular. Um, I still got some stuff that I'm dealing with on the back end, um, in terms of, uh, you know, going to court and all this good stuff. But I feel like, you know, every, every, every battle I'm learning, every battle is not worth fighting, mm. but, but some mm. battles are worth fighting. And I think that this battle that I'm fighting now is fully worth it. And, um, yeah. some of the frustration that it's giving me is actually teaching me how to deal with it in a manner of not being upset, not being, you know, letting it, it, it mess up my day. It's just allowing me to understand that this is something that's going to be ongoing. And so I got to prepare myself for that and not get too, you know, Absolutely. off tilt. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Absolutely, um, yeah. there was a shooting um, recently um, in front of Roosevelt. And the only reason why I'm mentioning it because I went to Roosevelt. A lot of people don't know that I went, um, to Roosevelt, Theodore Roosevelt Senior High School in Northwest. Um, I went there for two years, and so I know a lot of the Rough Riders. I know a lot of the um, people who went there and, um, you know, um, you know, have a lot of relationships with people that still live uptown and that went to that school. And um, I think that the, the, the gun part of what's happening is very... Um, troublesome because I was just on the phone with a meeting. We do a weekly meeting, me and my team uh, for my nonprofit Type Inc. Teaching Youth Prosperity and Excellence. We do a weekly meeting just to stay 
abreast on what we're doing. And it just seems like this gun thing, it just keeps coming up in every conversation. Like it just, mm. it just keep. I mean, along with, you know, some of the things we want to do in terms of reentry and, you know, diversion, we're coming up with different programs and stuff. We want to reach out to judges and police officers, well, police chiefs to be specific, to figure out how can we provide a diversion program or, or a prevention program that will help prevent the kids from even, you know, being in the system. And so we're, yeah. we're, we're talking about that. And then as we're talking about that, it just seems like this gun thing, it just keeps coming up. It's just it's... guns, 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 guns. I mean, you, 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 you can buy them online. You can make them. You got these ghost guns. Mm. Then you got mm-hmm. these, uh, these, uh, these, uh, what you call it? The, uh, the 3d printing things now where you can 3d print yeah. the little switch that goes into the gun that turns it into like a machine gun. It's just, it's just so much. And, um, I, it made me it made me reflect back on Roosevelt because I you know I, I like I said I have a lot of history of Roosevelt and they did they 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 locked down all the schools McFarland and Roosevelt and you know the library they locked down everything and it's just I just want to get a quick take on you co-host like wh- wh- how do you I mean because you have a son right and so I, I think that yeah. a lot of times not just mothers with sons but just parents in general you know what i mean like mm-hmm. how does this make you feel when you hear and you see of all the gun violence going on in in in, in the dmv area now i know it's um it's scary i'm i'm going to admit like you know my son will be 10 you know coming up soon in a couple of months but i do i worry about it i i think about it when he gets older even him because uh, he goes to school in the southeast and he walks maybe two blocks the boys and girls club where he goes after school. I can worry about that. Just that short two blocks that he has to walk. You know what I'm saying? Like there's always stuff going on around his school, around there. And it's just, does he, does he use the buddy system when he's walking to the boys and girls club? Yeah, he does. He does. He does do that. Okay. Yeah. And and, you know, nothing, you know, has ever happened to him. Thank God. And the the little two blocks he has to walk, but there's been times where his school has been locked down because of, you know, because of shooting around the school or something's going on, you know, it's always, it's always something going on. And, and I do think about that a lot. So I'm like, as he gets older and just, he's really just starts moving around on his own. Right. You know, I do think about like how violent is it going to get or i mean because it's already violent now i mean i can imagine 10 years from now or whatever you uh it it is worrisome yeah it is i i actually look at my so my so even though i'm here in south florida i still get to uh to to look at my mom and my stepfather's ring so when they go in and out the house i can kind of still check on them talk to them sometimes i scam i'll be like boo they be like boy stop (laughs) So I get to still kind of check up on them sometimes, but the, but the thing around the ring, um, once you become like a member or a family member of the ring, they have this little community. It's almost like a Facebook community, but it's for ring um, um, people who have ring, and they they notify you of shootings and you know who who's this person sitting in my neighborhood and what's this car. Be on the lookout for this, and people will show you their their ring footage and somebody on their porch or is and I'm and I'm just looking at it on a daily basis. And I just think about them. So sometimes I just check up on them because they're still home. And then I think about my brother. I think about my sisters. I think about all my family that I still have in the DMV area. And it's just scary to think that, you know, you might get that phone call one night, you know, of something bad happening. You don't want the phone call, but it's just hard not to think about it. Because I remember a couple weeks back, um, I got a phone call from a homie. It was kind of early in the morning. And when he, you know, when he called, it, it, he doesn't normally call me that early. So it scared the shit out of me. Like it, like, like, <clears throat> like the the phone rung so much. I, I thought he was going to hang up because I was just looking at the phone like, what the fuck is he getting ready to say? You know what I mean? And then I, then, then I picked up the phone and he was just, he just wanted something from me. Um, and, and it, and it just threw me off in, in that instant. And then again, it just makes me think about you know, the impact of the mental health. And we always have these conversations about mental health. And I think they're going to be conversations that are ongoing because now when I'm on social media or if I'm, you know, at somebody's house or if I'm at the bar or if I'm, you know, wherever, I just think that this mental health thing, you know, it just comes up. And so I think our guest tonight yeah. um, is going to shed some light on that in a, in a different perspective because she has her own challenges that she's gone through and she's still working through it. 
So I'm thankful for her even, you know, giving us this opportunity to talk to her. So, um, Miss Danny, um, I want to give you the floor and just ask you, you know, briefly before we get started, you know, like how do you how do you feel about, you know, when when you think about gun violence and you see what's going on, you know, and and, and even in your age group because you know myself and Amati are a little little bit older, you know, a little bit older, but I, I know I know in your age group, you know, it's a little it's a little challenging. So how do you how does it make you feel, you know, when you see and hear all about this gun violence? Um, it really makes me afraid to have my own children. Oh, wow. Okay. Because I just think, like, how much more killing could possibly happen until it stops? Mm -hmm. And the fact that I work for the government and I work really close to the violence and just, like, the D.C. area. Okay. Um, I receive calls, you know, every day every day at work and it's always something and it's just like it kind of puts me in like a paranoid state like okay I know that when I answer this phone it's not going to be anything good you know like I know when someone is when we're getting addressed it's not because it's for something happy it's not for a prom at school it's not because someone is doing something great and we're celebrating right Right. It's for something right. bad. It's right. an emergency. Like I know that when mm -hmm. the TV's around me when I'm at work and I'm looking and I'm like, wow, somebody else got shot. Okay, wow, it's mm. another shooting. You know, so it just right. makes me really <clears throat> anxious. And I have a um, a little sister that goes to Dunbar High School. Okay, thank God next year is her last year. Okay, but I'm just like, mm. wow, you know, just coming to get her it just makes me so nervous. And like you said, I'll check her location. And I'll just text her throughout the day because I'm just like, you know, are you okay? Right. You know, is someone acting weird? You know, did someone get too pissed off today? You know, do you want to come right. home? Like, how are you feeling? Right. And she's like, no, I'm okay. And I'm like, are you sure? <clears throat> she gets picked up and dropped off. It's just a very paranoid state, like I said. And since I work so close to the violence, it's just... Yeah. It's a lot to deal with. It's it's really a lot. It's overwhelming because I get to hear the real story that doesn't, you know, make the news. Correct. Or I get, to uh -huh. I get to hear the, you know, we're calling the code and, you know, like they didn't make it. You know, we get right. to see the behind the scenes and it's just, it's a lot. Wow. Yeah. It's a lot. Wow. <clears throat> and so I'm glad. You know, again, I'm glad you've given us this opportunity. And we, like I said, we did have a brief discussion beforehand. And I wanted you to know that, you know, you being nervous and you, you know, feeling a certain type of way about opening up um, with your situation. <clears throat> like I tried to explain to you, like th th for me, I try to um, give a relatively safe space for people to share you know, what they want to share. And so, you know, if, if it's if it's something that you feel like you don't want to share, you don't have to. I mean, we're not going to push you to talk about anything that you don't want to talk about. And so I do want to just bring in that, you know, this is May and it is a uh, Mental Health Awareness Month. And I just want to, you know, allow you an opportunity to be a, um, a, a resource for people, you know, not only just your situation and what happened, but a resource of listening to you continually going through what you've gone through as you still, you know, kind of walk down this, this path and, you know, take this journey of, you know, kind of getting back to who Danny is. And so I, I want to, you know, kind of thank you and commend you for, for doing that. <clears throat> well, thank you. I really appreciate it, but it's not just mental health awareness month and may we wear gray for brain tumor and brain cancer awareness month also. So oh, I know wow, a lot okay. of people don't know, but yeah, and May we wear gray, and gray stands for everyone who's fighting brain tumors and brain cancer. Mm. Mm, you, you, good. Just, you just That's you just learned me something today. Okay. I know. Yes, I'm gonna be honest. I didn't know. I didn't know May was that. So this is very good to know. Got to Got to yeah. Hey, hey mate, we got to get hip. There's so many things going on. We got to get hip, Joe. We got to get hip. We do. We, we do. And so, and so, quick shout out. Quick shout out. My cousin Jose Smith. Junior, happy birthday. I know today is his birthday. I didn't get a chance to call him yet, but it just dawned on me. I'm like, damn, it's May 18th. It's my cousin's <laughs> birthday. So I'm going to make sure I try to reach out to him when we get off. <clears throat> but, Danny, like um, like I say, I want you to take your time. I want you to 
you know, understand that myself and the Métis are, are, are um, very empathetic to people. And we, you know, we're not the type to judge. I think at the end of the day, for us, it's just about learning, understanding, and then showing empathy for people. I mean, because in certain situations, I think that's something that has actually been lost in society is empathy. Because I, I actually get tired of people, you know, using their phones and, you know, for the wrong. Like, so I just feel like, so I feel like when something's going on versus grabbing your phone, say something. Mm. You know, hey, y'all, you sure you should be doing that? Or, you know, just not something that's going to get you in trouble or is going to start anything. Just, you know, just being a person, a human being. Just say, hey, you think y'all should be doing that? That's not cool. You know, whatever. Just, but it's always just grab your phone. And I was just telling Angel the other day that I'm actually, excuse me, I'm actually on YouTube. And um, I posted a couple of my drone videos because I have a drone now. So I want to get, you know. Get, I saw. Yeah, I want people to know that I have a drone and I'm trying to get into that world. And I'm on YouTube and I'm watching these video, these quick videos of, you know, this vehicle. It pulls up. Four guys get out. This song starts playing. And then they just start Man. shooting up the whole car. I'm like, how is what? this? I'm like, how is this even on YouTube? Like, how is this not flagged? Like, how is this? And then I go to another video. And it's another video. It's another song. Four dudes are standing in the middle of the street. Everybody got a gun. They all shooting in the opposite. I'm like, what? what is going on? So for me, when I say mental health, people, I think, take it, um, not take it for, take it, not, not, I don't know if I'm saying take it for granted, but I don't think people take it for the serious, as serious as it is. Because me watching that, it, it 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 bothered me to have to watch that. You know what I mean? And then it's like, now I'm thinking about it like, who's in charge of this? Nobody's monitoring. Like, who who wants to really watch these young people do what they do? Like, nobody wants to watch that. Like, I, I know right. I don't. I don't want to see that shit. Right, like, how is that entertaining? Like, you know what I mean? And it's on YouTube. And I'm just like, that's crazy. But that's, that's just me. That's neither here nor there. And that's just a part of my understanding my mental health, you know, understanding that sometimes I have to just, I have to just push stop and, and keep going and not get too indulged in that because then it'll, it'll, it'll put me in a place where I'm like, damn, why the fuck was somebody? And so I try to stay away from that. But what I want you to do is I want you to kind of, you know, start, um, your story, um, kind of, you know, tell us, you know, kind of, you know, what happened? How did you gradually find out what happened? Then you, you know, you went to the doctor, you got checked and kind of just take us through your journey. And then we'll kind of get into, you know, what, 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 what you're deciding to do after, you know, we, we talk about your, your, um, your journey. Okay. Well, um, so basically, um, I work at a hospital and, um, I was a psychiatric nurse, so I had 12 hour shifts, um, I've always struggled with migraines and headaches my entire life. So it's something that just became a part of my everyday life. And I would always brush it off or just, you know, blame it on sinus or allergies or I'm not getting enough rest or what I'm eating. So I changed my eating. And then once I changed what I was eating, then that's when, you know, I started going to the gym. So I went through this whole health journey. Um, I was losing my hair. And again, I'm just thinking, okay, you know, it's hormones. I'm getting older. Mind you, I'm only 27, but I'm just like, okay, you know, I'm getting older. So I turned 26 on January 5th, and I was out. I was enjoying myself, of course. And it was just something about that week while I was at work. I just kept feeling really bad, and my headaches started to get worse. And mind you, I'm working 12-hour shifts, so I'm getting off of work at like 7 p.m. and when I'm getting off of work um I noticed that as I'm driving I lose feeling in my legs oh wow while I'm driving. yeah while I'm driving oh. I'm like okay was so this that, is something was, was that something that was that something that normally would happen to you no so that was completely different for me so I'm like mm. okay you know this is this is um again I wasn't used to that you know, yeah. that, was, that was something completely different. I wasn't used to it. So I'm like, okay. Um, 
you know, this is scary, and I never really brought it up, or I never told anyone, because I'm really, I'm really private, and I like to do everything by myself. Maybe that's the mm-hmm. capital of me, but I don't like to feel like I'm a burden to anyone else. Like, if you need something, then I'm there to support you, but for me, I'm like, you know, I can do this by myself. Maybe I'm just tired. I just kept saying I'm tired, and I haven't taken a break. And I was also enrolled in my doctoral program, so I would be getting off of work and just driving and driving, and then I'll come and go to sleep and get, you know, get right back up and do it again, not really taking care of myself. So <laughs> a few weeks later, I'm at work, and again, it was a it was a crazy day at the hospital, and I just found myself feeling like I was going to faint on the floor. And I, I work on a psych unit, so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go sit down, and I sat down, and I just blacked out at work. Ooh. Mm. Wow. So I got up and I'm like, okay, you know, I need to go to the emergency room because this isn't going to work. Long story short, I go to the emergency room. They keep me. And I'm like, okay, you know, this is normal. I took a few days off of work. I didn't even really take all of the days because I ended up going right back. Mm. And um, I went to go see my primary care doctor and she was just like, well, you know, it's not normal. If you're, you know, if you're fainting or if you feel like you're going to black out and, you know, like you're losing feeling in your legs, like something has to be wrong. And I'm like, yeah, at this point, I feel like it's something wrong. Speed it up again. I go to the doctor on January 26th. Mind you, my birthday was the 5th. I went to the, mm-hmm. um, the doctor on the 26th. And I had to advocate with these. Can I? I can curse on your show, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Just, just making sure. But I had to advocate with these assholes. Like, I'm talking about. I went in to go talk to the neuro team at Washington Hospital Center, and they were just so adamant about saying, "Oh, because I'm black and I'm young, and mm-hmm. maybe it's because I do drugs, or maybe because I'm under a lot of stress, wow. this wow. and that, and that's why I'm having headaches." Oh wow! Wow! And I was like, Wowzers. "Oh, actually." <laughs> I'm a psychiatric nurse, and I'm in my doctoral program, and I'll be done by I'm 30. Oh, wow. I'm not stressed about anything, and I live a very great life, so I'm a grown black girl, but it's not me. I don't have that story. What was the the reaction when you gave them that? What was the reaction when what? What was the reaction when you gave them all that? Because that was a lot. That 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 was a mouthful. Yeah, so, you know, their reaction, they were like, oh, well, no, 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 I wasn't trying to be offensive, and I'm like... Of course you were. Absolutely. Yeah, you said, I said you wasn't trying well, to be offensive. Well, they probably wasn't gonna... trying to be um, offensive, but they were being very dismissive. Mm, I, I both. <laughs> like, yeah, for me, fuck? it was the disrespect, because I want people right. to understand, like, as a black woman... When we're telling you something that's bothering us, don't always take that, oh, because you're emotional and y'all are so emotional and y'all are so, don't mm. downplay how we feel because we put up with a lot and we go through a lot of nurturing others and we mm-hmm. don't always put that into ourselves. So, yeah. right. that's true. first of all, to have, yeah, to have like male neurologists sitting in front of me telling me this, that's of a different race, I'm just like, wow. No, you know, it's, it's nothing wrong with me. I don't have a stressful life. Like, I have parents that love me. <laughs> I'm very spoiled at my age, you know. Like, yeah, I do my yeah. own thing. But, no, my family loves me. Like, I'm not, I don't I don't have to work. I'm doing it because it's a choice. It's something I enjoy doing. Not because, you know, I'm just this poor black girl that's on yeah. drugs. And then yeah. they try to insinuate I have a lot of children. Or maybe that's why, wow. you know, like, I'm so overwhelmed mm. because I have a lot going on. And I'm like... I don't mm. even have children yet at all. I'm Negative. not living my best life. Wow. Mm. So after we crossed this hurdle, um, <laughs> the mm. neuro the neurosurgeon comes in the room, and he's like, he basically asked me the same questions, but he's way nastier because he already came in the room with his face up. I heard him in the hallway just basically explaining how you know, my age, and maybe it's because what I eat, and I don't probably have a healthy diet, and this, and this, and this, and there's nothing wrong with me. I'm probably just stressed based off of my life. And I'm like, so when he comes in the room, he's like, um, so yeah, I heard that, you know, you've just been having headaches and migraines, like, and this has been going on, so what do you want us to do about it now? And I'm like, 
Well, first of all, it's something that's been happening for a while now, and my side effects are getting worse. So that's why I'm coming to you, because mm-hmm. if I'm driving and I'm losing feeling in my legs, if I'm blacking out, I don't do drugs or anything, so that's not something normal. That's that a problem. To people. Hey, absolutely. Yeah, that, oof. So then wow. he says, okay, so, you know, what we're going to do is we're going to sketch you an MRI. So he's like, well, do you know, well, let me tell you what MRI is. And I'm like, sir, I know. I just told, did I just, you know, did you forget what I do for a living? Like, I know what an MRI is. He's like, okay, well, you know, we're just going to examine your head to, you know, see and basically, um, you know, to see like what's going on in your, in your brain. But I don't think it's really anything going on. I just think that it's your age bracket and um, it's just probably distressed. He was like, so we're going to schedule you one just in case. And, you know, we're going to call you like in a few weeks for your results. Okay. I go get my MRI. A black girl gives me an MRI. Um, she wasn't really able to tell me if you've ever gotten an MRI. You're not, the person who's giving it, the tech, isn't able to tell you what they see because they could be sued if they like. Tell you something wrong. You know, right. Exactly. Okay. So she told me, she was just like, um, she was like, Danny, um, is this your first MRI? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, okay. And I was like, no, 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 no. You know, we like we black. You know, we we wanted to <laughs> yeah. tell me. Tell me. If you saw something abnormal, I'm like, you know, right. I'm like, right. you know, don't just leave me hanging. So she was like, um, well, you know, I can't really tell you. So I said, you know, I've received it, but you've already told me enough. So thank you so much. So I, you know, I waited. I found out on February fifteenth, I had a brain tumor the size of a golf ball. That was pressing on my pituitary gland, which is which controls our hormones in the woman body. Like, wow. And the sad thing is, the same assholes who were sitting in the office debating about how it's probably because I'm stressed out, or you know, it's because I'm black, or just because you know, whatever their biased opinion is, they had to call me on the phone and tell me this. Mm. It just gets me off because I never told anyone this story. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, Kevin, y'all are getting the mm. first interview for my brain surgery. Like, I had brain surgery last year on May 9th. So, mm. my one year brain anniversary just passed. Thank God. Wow. I have oh family gosh. members and friends and people that don't even know what I've gone through. Wow. Mm. So talking about it to y'all, it just pissed me off because he had to call me with no sympathy, no empathy, nothing. And he was just like, um, hey, you know, is this such and such? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, um, yeah, so, you know, based off your results, we found that you have a brain tumor. Um, this and it's the size of a golf ball and you know it's pressing on your um pituitary abnorma and you know you're gonna have to have emergency brain surgery and i was laying in my bed because first of all it's valentine's day and i took mm. off the work because i wasn't feeling well so i was like you know i'm gonna take off and i'm gonna lay here because something is wrong and for him to just call and just say it and he didn't have no type of like i said sympathy empathy nothing yeah. it was just like, you know this is what's going on and you know when it is what it is, and then these are the rest of the appointments, you know, and you're going to have to go see surgeons and this and this. And I'm just like, you know, and I made a joke. I was like, Dad, you know, um, thank you for asking me if I was sitting down, if I was at work, right. if I was okay, if I right. was by myself. Right. Asked me nothing. Like, you just went so into what what's going on, like what my results showed. Wow. And then I just was, I was so shocked. Like, again, during this whole process, y'all, like, I lied to you now. I was so strong for everybody else during my moment. Like, mm-hmm. I never cried. I never broke down. Like, right after I got off the phone with him, yeah. another thing, too, like, with my memory, it's a lot of stuff I can't remember even to this day. So I had to record the conversation on my computer so I can, so my mom can hear because, I'm like, he's saying a lot of stuff. And I, and the only thing I process is that I have a brain tumor. It can cause me to be blind. 
Mm. I can't. It could cause me to not be able to have children. Wow. And, you know, everything just kept going. You know, it can cause me to be paralyzed on one side of my body. So I was just like, wow. okay. Wow. I have to tell my mom this. So I'm like, okay, you know, I, again, I don't have time to crowd break down because I have to go relay a message to my mother. You know, I'm her first child, mm. her firstborn. My mom had me young. When she was walking across Anacostia stage, like, I'm in her stomach. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we're, we're yeah. best friends. So, to have to tell her something like that, or for her to listen to a recording, it mm. was just so overwhelming. Mm. Mm. And I promise y'all, from, like, Valentine's Day, I tried to go to work. They treated me awful, like awful as working in the healthcare field. Like I'm talking about no 12-hour shifts. I had to be put on bed rest because it was getting worse. Like the tumor was pressing on my optic nerve, which is my vision. So that's mm. why I'm thinking out. And that's why I was losing feeling and stuff like that in my body because mm. it was pressing down on this nerve. For 26 years, I had a brain tumor. Dang. Wow. I didn't even know. So that was causing, of course, like all the years of the migraines and the headaches and yep. and oh. memory loss and not having coordination. Like I cheer my entire life. Like I love to dance and cheer. And a lot of, like I said, I couldn't remember or I was forgetting things. I would write stuff down and forget, okay, I wrote it down. Like it would get to the point where I would mm. be home and forget how to get to my house. Mm. Like, I would misplace my keys, my wallet, everything, and I was still going to work, still, you know, like, yeah. going through it, because I'm like, okay, well, I can't stop. Mm. You know, what am I supposed to do? So, yeah, so after that, um, they told me I had a brain tumor. I continued to try to live, you know, as normal as possible. Um, I had younger siblings, so I had to tell my siblings that I had to have brain surgery. Matter of fact, my little brother's birthday is May 8th, so I had to have brain surgery right after his birthday. Um, it was rough. Like, it was, like I said, just talking about it now, it, it makes it real for me. Because it's like, damn, you really went through this, you know? And I was yeah. so for everybody else that I never took this moment to just process it until now. Like, this is something that happened to you. Like, it's still something that affects me to this day. Hmm. So I was in rest, and um, when I woke up from my tumor being removed on May 9th, uh, my surgery was probably, like, three or four hours. I didn't wake up until, like, seven hours later. They said that I just couldn't, I wasn't waking up. Hmm. And then on top of that, I did wake up. I mean, because I'm talking to you all now, thank God. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Uh, I woke up, but when I woke up, I could not move the left side of my body. Wow. At all. I'm talking about, they were telling me my surgeons would like press down, squeeze my hand. And I have a video of myself, like when I first woke up, trying to do everything. And I'm like, no, I'm strong. Like, I got this, you know. And I kept on telling everybody, we survived brain surgery, man. Like, you don't know too many black people, people that even survived this type mm -hmm. of I have. Right. <clears throat> I'm like, y'all, we, like, we beat this together. Like, you know, we get to wear gray and May now. And I couldn't, I couldn't walk for, like, two weeks. I was in the ICU in Washington Hospital Center for two weeks. And I couldn't do nothing by myself. Nothing. Mm. <clears throat> and I had to stay strong and, like, I'm so, again like this is my first time crying on y'all show, which I don't appreciate because I don't supposed to be crying. But no, you you no, absolutely you yeah. absolutely have the 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 wherewithal to do that. Yes, here. like that's that's not something that you know that's not something that we we've heard before. I mean, we've heard you know some stuff you know on mm -hmm. our show on our platform in our rooms. Like we've heard some stuff, but you know yeah. we, the thing that that I want people to understand is we're people. We're human. And yeah. so a, a, a memory so, like that, I would assume, would bring those emotions back. And so I, that's why when we, we gave you a moment, we, neither one of us said anything. Like, I mean, because I, I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine that I cannot, myself. I, I, and then, and I guess for me, I, just, I couldn't imagine, mind you, when someone is hearing that sort of information, like how you said how the doctor was, like, I just couldn't imagine going through that. That just... Mm. That just tore me up, though. Like that whole, just the whole story. Just the whole story when they sat you down, the neurologists were in there, just how disrespectful they were. Didn't come to find out there was something seriously wrong, and then just 
you know, no sympathy, no nothing. I, I, I thought, just, I, I thought uh, as a doctor that you were supposed to have, you know, mm-hmm. empathy and, 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 and all of this I, other stuff. Like, I thought that was some of the basics of being a doctor. Clearly, you know, that has gone out the window. Yeah, no, they didn't have, again, like I said, just as a black, young, you know, girl coming in there, it's just like, okay, so do you have, Mm -hmm. like, these are the questions that they're asking me, okay, you know, do you do drugs, and I'm like, I just, you, I just told you where I work, how, what, yeah, yeah. right, and then they're like, okay, well, well, what else do you do, like, maybe it's because of your diet, and I'm like, I'm a pesticide. I don't. I don't eat meat anymore. Like wow. I stopped eating meat over five years ago because clearly I I started noticing changes with my body. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, maybe I can't eat the same way anymore. Maybe I can't drink, and maybe I can't do this. So I changed completely because I started seeing signs of something that I didn't know. Yeah, and yeah. it would everything was just so degrading. Like as a black woman, and that and oh. that was issue. That was my issue with them. <laughs> Yeah, that, I mean, you're you're absolutely right, Danny, because I think just in the whole health field community, and, you know, there's been, you know, especially um, when it's come to, you know, black women in the, you know, prenatal and even, you know, us giving birth and stuff like that, it's just a disregard that they have for black women in the medical um, you know, field, and I, and it's, it's degrading, like what you said, that, that was a good word for it. It's just so degrading because, I mean, I just, the questions that you were asked, you know, like, would you have asked anybody else those questions? You know, that's, what, that's what's making me upset about the whole thing. And I also, I said that, I said, if I was white, if I was, if I was anybody else, any other race, any other color, if I was a male, would you have said the same thing to me? If I was a white man, would you have said the same thing? If I was a white woman, would you have said the same thing? What would you have said if I was Indian? Like, what? Right, what right. I said, because again, like, I'm going to make more than y'all at 30 years old than you're making right now. Yes. My doctoral program. So I'm like, yes. that's right. What are you talking about? I'm like, that part. I'm going to be waiting for <laughs> I said, so for me, what are you saying to me? I said, and the fact that I'm coming to you and I'm telling you, I don't feel well or something is going, you know, like something is weird or something isn't right. And the first thing you say to me is, oh, yeah, maybe it's because you're stressed out. And I'm like, I ain't stressed about shit. Like, what's stressing me out is the fact that I don't feel well. Right. I was able to remember everything and dance and remember choreography and just, you know, do regular stuff that I should be doing to not being able to do anything like I'm having migraines and I have to lay down or I'm sleeping for days and I don't have an appetite and I feel like my body's shutting down. Like that's mm. what's stressing me out. Mm. Nothing else is stressing me mm. out. I'm like, I have a great, I'm telling you, I have a great life. I'm yeah. like, nothing's stressing me out besides y'all right now. I was like, y'all are pissing me off. Yeah. The medicine that they wanted to give me, it was like, well, you know, if you take this medicine, then, um, it's going to, it may, um, it may affect the fetus or it may, um, affect your rates of becoming pregnant. And I'm like, so why the hell would you give it to me then? If I'm telling you, like, I want babies, if I'm telling you that's something that I want, mm. why would you then give me something that it's going to take that away from me or that's going right. to affect my chances yeah. for a child's life before it even gets here? Like, what the, they were, they were awful. They were awful. They were awful. So, so give me, give me an opportunity here, just, just to play devil's advocate in in regards to, um, you know, just, just us black people in general, right? Because I've heard you say a few times that you know you've noticed that hair fell out, um, you know, you changed your eating habits, you got a little healthier, and some things were still happening, right? And so I'm not asking you this to like, you know, um you know, be negative or anything like that. I'm just asking because I want somebody that's listening to know if they see, hear, feel, or see something that they should say something, right? And so outside of the moment being at work and and passing out at work, were there any other moments or anything that happened where you probably stopped and thought about it and was like, damn, something ain't right? Mm. So honestly, honestly, that's, you're right. I 
I've had plenty of moments where I, you know, Kevin, it's so crazy because I found a journal from when I was in college, my undergrad year in college, and I think it dated back to 20, I went to college in 2014, so I think it dated back to like 2015, 2016 or something like that. Okay. And I wrote a note to myself saying, um, okay, Danny, you know, today is a great day and your head has been hurting a lot lately. Mm. This is day five of you having a headache. You need to go check this out. Mm. And I wrote mm. because I was like, wow, I wrote this shit to myself and I really waited years. Like I, I put myself in a situation that I didn't have to wake up. And it's all because I didn't put my health first. And it's all because, you know, like I put so much stuff before myself first. Mm -hmm. I did not have to wake up. So you're absolutely right. It's been a lot of times when I'm like, okay, I'm having headaches. You know, like this is getting bad. And I just, I put it off so many, so many years. I put it off. Like it's 20, 22. I'm, you know, I'm getting brain surgery and. This was a journal entry from, you know, four or five years ago. Right. And I didn't even, yeah, I, I didn't even check on myself. And I'm talking about, yeah, no, you're right. I, it was, that was on me. And, and I mean, and, and, and I mean, again, I just, I just, I just mentioned that to mention that, you know, I, I know, I know, um, you know, things that aren't normal or things that aren't in our day to day. Or if something comes up with our body, anything, I know it can be scary. I know that. Like, I know mm-hmm. it can be, you know, mm-hmm. stressful. It can be, because you're, cause you're like, man, should I go to the daughter? Should I? So the reason yeah. why I'm saying all this is because I remember telling Angel that I wanted to, you know, I, I had finally got um, um, health insurance down here. And I was like, you know what, boo? I'm about to go. I'm about to. I'm about to go get my teeth done. I'm about to go get my teeth clean. And I want to go do a blood workup. And I want to go do all this. So I went to the doctor, and we having this, this great conversation. She asked me, you know, how's my eating habits? What am I doing? And I'm like, well, I've been walking a lot more, and I'm trying to uh, take this detox drink. So when I get up in the morning, I drink my my alkaline water. I drink my um, my dandelion, my um, my mullein leaf, my um, uh, what's the other one that I that I mix my tea with? Um, uh, burdock root. Like I drink that as a, as a as a as a after I drink my water, then I start drinking my my tea. Um, I was I'm, I'm doing a lot of lemon, um, lime, um, ginger, mint. Um, you know, just just trying to give myself mm-hmm. a chance because I know I've already, you know, <laughs> all the drinking and the smoking I've done in my life. I know it's now time to kind of. <laughs> You know, start trying yeah, to do, absolutely. start trying to do some healthier stuff. So I'm in there, we talking. She she checked my weight. She was like, wait a little, wait a little over. I said, yeah. I said, but guess what? You'd be surprised to know that I've I've lost uh 15 pounds, um in the last you know maybe month and a half. She was like, oh, okay, so you on the right track? You doing? But then she was like, okay, well I see here, Mr. Williams, you 45, and I knew what was coming. I was like, yeah. She said, so you know what that mean? I was like, no. She was like. No, she was like colon cancer. I was like, yeah. what? She was like, yeah. I said, wait. Uh, I said, yeah. I said, you know what? You right. How, how do we do that? So she was giving me my options and all that. And I remember her um, joking with me because she was saying that, you know, they got this thing. It's called colon guard. You know, you, they, they send it to your house. You do a sample of your stool. You put it in this little container. And you UPS it back to the lab and they, you know, they, false negative or whatever and they, they just give you your results but i remember um her joking with me and putting her glove on and slapping her glove she was like you ready i was like ready for what <laughs> <laughs> fuck you mean i'm ready for i said i need to call my girl somebody need to come hold my head she was like boy i'm just playing with you i was like yeah don't play with me like that because i'm i wasn't ready for that shit today but oh my god but but but, <laughs> but but when I got the but when I got the, the the sample box, I was here by myself, and I remember opening it up, and I remember reading you know all the instructions and everything because they was like you know don't don't make this a thing just 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 sit it in the bathroom, and when you you know you eat and you whatever and you normally do what you do then you can you know get the sample or whatever and I just remember sitting looking at the TV but I'm reading all this information, and I ain't gonna lie, I don't know why. I was scared as fuck. Like, I I, I mean, mm. I don't think that I'm unhealthy. I don't think that I'm... 
But in that moment, reading all this information, going on Google, I'm just like, I mean, now, I'm, I mean, I've always been one to look at my shit. I've always been one to look at my shit. I don't know if that's weird, but I've no, always looked yeah, at always my shit. Do. Like, me I've too. always done. And, and I remember, and I remember even telling Angel one time, I was like, I remember um, reading something. They was like, if your shit floats, then you're good to go. If it goes mm-hmm. drop down in the toilet, then you, 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 something ain't right. I was like, for real? And so I remember, you know, remembering that and like, damn, did my shit float yesterday? Did my, I'm just like, man, what the fuck? I'm, 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 I'm geeking myself out. Like I'm, I, I listen, I went on a patio and smoked a J cause I'm in my mind. And that's what I'm saying in our own minds. Yeah. We, we tend to shock ourselves and we don't even realize that we do it to ourselves, Right. And so mm. I remember doing the sample Sending it out, and for the next couple of days, your boy was just like, "Damn!" And so I remember, a couple of days went by. I stopped thinking about it. They sent me an email, and it came back, and I had to go through all, you know, because you gotta go through all this stuff. To, you know, they send you the email, then they send you a link, then you gotta uh, create a profile, you gotta get a password. So after all of that shit, I get in, and that thing said negative. I was like, Jesus Christ. But then she was like, you know, she was like, even though it says negative, now we're at the point at 45 that we want to try to start checking every other year just to make sure everything is good. So we did my blood work. I had a lot of green. I had a couple reds. So I got to work on those reds. But I'm just saying as far as us not really paying attention to ourselves, fuck paying attention to, you know, fuck paying attention to anybody else, fuck paying attention you know, um, um, you know, just, I don't know. I just want people to know that they cannot, um, you know, not think about their self. Hold on, y'all. Hold on, hold on. And, and it just seems like for me, for some reason, I was, you know, it, it just seems like we stress ourselves out. And I don't want to get to a point where something's going on with us and we just don't, we don't take the time. You know what I mean? Like, not saying that what you did wasn't right. I mean, you, you, you did what you thought you needed to at the time, whether it was school, work, you know, whatever. But I want to just, you know, kind of take a second to let people know that it's 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 okay. Like, it's okay to not be okay. I don't want people to think that it's not okay not to be okay. Like, I mean, yeah. it's 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 okay not to be okay mentally, physically, and spiritually because you can all get that back. You can get all of that back. And so mm. now I kind of want to shift gears a little bit and kind of talk about now that you've kind of went through this journey, you kind of lived through it. What are some things that have impacted you now to get you to the point where now you want to kind of advocate? I know we talked about you doing your own podcast. Kind of talk about this journey and how it's impacted you to kind of, you know, allow others to know that it's okay not to be okay. For starters, what I did was um, I make sure that I I have a um, a headache or migraine log, and I log my headaches and migraines and when they occur. Like, okay, you know, I'm going to start my cycle. So I realized that every three days before I start my cycle, that's the that's the thing. Like, I'll have awful headaches. And, like, that last day I'll have a migraine, and then I'll start my cycle. And then when I'm going off my cycle... I'll have one major migraine, and then it's like my body goes back to normal. Mm. But when mm. my thing removed, that's something that they told me. My my hormones are going to fluctuate throughout the rest of my life because mm. so used to something pressing on a nerve that that's what it got used to. So now that that, that tumor isn't there in a sense, it's kind of like my body has to relearn itself. Right. That makes sense. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. But what I've done to just create, you know, because I, I understand what you're saying about, you know, like our people and how we have to, you know, care for ourselves and everything like that. Absolutely. I just feel like the healthcare field and just life, it's not a it's not a safe place. So I feel like when it's, hmm. you don't feel safe, it's kind of hard for you to pay attention to what's going on or to even talk about right. what's bothering you. Right. Yes. And I, I can only speak from a black household because I'm black, but it's a little difficult to talk about, you know, like, okay, you know, I'm having a headache 
Well, I'm having a migraine. Because like I said, my parents are very active in my life. I've always mm-hmm. had headaches. So even with my mother, you know, it's not something that was new for me telling her. This is something I've always said. But again, it's just when you don't know, then you, you really don't know how to act on something. Right. So what I decided to do was I created my podcast is going to be called um, Get Ahead. And get Ahead is for anyone who identifies as a woman, whether it's mental, physical, emotional health, you have a safe place to get ahead of your health. Mm. I like and that. Head, and head just stands like ahead. I have it like, um, basically, I, I did something different. Again, like get ahead. It really stuck out to me because, of course, my brain tumor was, it was in my head. So, and I felt like it was really catchy. But again, I also feel like, you know, women, we don't we don't have a safe place because everything is frowned upon. Like, everything is kind of downplayed. Like, okay, you're a woman, so you're emotional. Of course, something hurts on you because you're a woman. Or, you know, it's, it's, it's like yeah. we're soft because we're trying to express, you know, like our mental health is not the best or our physical health is not the best or, you know, just like our spiritual health isn't the best. Like, people don't really take, into consideration how much a woman or how much a girl or how much a teenage girl goes through. Everything is downplayed. Mm-hmm. So get ahead is to stop that. So for any okay. woman or anyone that identifies as a woman, you have a safe place now where the goal is to heal everyone around Danny. So that's what it stands for. Just let's get ahead of our health together mm-hmm. because that's what it's really about. Like, And it's going to take for us to create that safe place for us so we can be better and we can break the generational curses of don't say anything or wait to the last minute and you find an breast cancer. And it's like, damn, I I felt this lump a while ago. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking it's because of my bra. Right. Or I felt this way a long time ago and I'm having, and it's so amazing because the pituitary abnormal, just a fun fact, well, no, it's not fun. Sorry, it's not a fun fact. An awful fact is that it runs really heavy in black women. I'm yeah. talking because it affects our hormones. So just a little, again, background. All women, we all have periods. You're not supposed to have a bad period. You're not supposed to have awful cramps. That's a myth. Like the whole, oh, because, you know, it, it happens to all women. It's not supposed to hurt when your uterus is shedding. Mm. It's not supposed to. So you're not mm. supposed to have hard and heavy flows. It's That's not normal. Mm. So again, mm. that's one of the signs of having a brain tumor on your pituitary gland. That's our hormones. You're not supposed to go through different phases of, you know, like having, you know, feeling like one day you haven't, you, you're depressed. And then the next day you're happy. And then in that next second, you're depressed or you're angry. Like, it's not normal. So, like, all of the men or just people in general who feel like women are emotional, a lot of things are not normal. A lot of women, we struggle with headaches and migraines, and we look at it, oh, because it's been a long day at work. No, go get yeah. out. Go advocate for MRI, like how a man has to advocate for, you know, a colonoscopy, although they don't like them. Yeah, yeah I need to my hands. Fuck that. <laughs> Listen, listen, and someone can hold our hand and get in an MRI. Yeah. yeah. Go get your CT yeah. because MRIs are not offered in regular visits when you're going to go see your primary care doctor. And that's why a lot of time, a lot of tumors are overlooked for women because if it's not in our breast, if it's not, you know, like in our liver, if it's not in our, you know, if it's not in normal mm-hmm. places, mm-hmm. at your head. You don't get MRIs. It's not something that's a normal thing. Mm. But it should be normal because, again, if you're having headaches and migraines for days, that's not normal. Stress doesn't cause you to have headaches and migraines. Like, if your hair can fall out, your appetite can change, your weight can fluctuate, but consistency in a migraine or headache, as a human, you're not even supposed to have consistent migraines. That's already a red flag. Mm. Mm. Okay. Wow. And that's what Get Ahead is for. And um, I can't wait to start healing everyone around me because, and even healing myself, because this is still 
a healing journey. Like the tumor has been removed, but I still experience headaches. I still experience migraines. Um, I still forget things. <laughs> I just, every day is something different. Like my, my cycles are still fluctuating. Things are still not the same for myself. And like I said, at 27 years old, I'm relearning so much about myself. It's scary. So, yeah, so get ahead, you know, stay on the lookout. I'm going to. Yeah, definitely. When can we, when can, (laughs) when can we expect, when can we expect, you know, when can we expect that? The next time you have me on your show. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to hold you to that now because I, I'm going to hold you to that. I'm going to hold you to that because I I honestly, I, I honestly tell people a lot that different podcasts give people different variety of what to listen to. Like, if you do a podcast, it's a way of getting away from the idiot box because it's people kind of just being their self and just talking about a certain topic or subject or whatever. So your Mm -hmm. podcast can be, you know, grouped in with everybody else's and when somebody's feeling a certain type of way and they see that catchy, you know, um, title and they they dive into, you know, your description and hear what you've been through, they might be like, let me me see what she's talking about. So it, it may... It may affect and impact more women than you think, so that's why I'm just asking when can we expect it. So I'm gonna be on the lookout for that. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be on the lookout for that. But I also want to say that I'm thankful that you're still here. I'm thankful that God, mm-hmm. you know, you know, showed you a sign to let you know, like, hey, guess what? I know you've been putting it off, but now I gotta yeah. put you in a place where I gotta make you go do this now. And I, I, I appreciate that because, you know, I, I know people say often that you know God, uh, he, he. Uh, he, what, how's the term go? He, 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 he might not do it on my time, but he always right on time, right? Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and so it just seems like he was right on time for you to be like, oh, wait a minute, what, what is this? What's going on? So I mean, again, I'm glad that you're still here. Um, you know, like I said, mm-hmm. you, you're, you're a little younger, a little younger than myself and the Mechi. <laughs> a little what? younger. I was, I was gonna say a lot younger. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't that old. I ain't that old. Daddy can be Kevin. Right? Like, she can be, I can be Kevin. Right? Like, she can be Kevin. Wait, I was like, Kevin. You just said 45. Exactly. A little younger. But you know what? Wait, 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 did I mention how old I was on this show? I don't think I did. Yes, you did. When did yes, I? Did. When did you I say did. I was forty-five? You did. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. When he was the whole colon test. Yes. Oh, yes. I did. I did. I did. Okay. I did. Okay. Because I try. I try. I try not to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, because you know, because you know, because you know, you know, that's the thing. Like, I don't want to talk about it because I'm like, oh, that's 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 my motherfucking knees and my back and my arms say something different. That's for damn sure. Oh for God. sure. For sure, for sure. Hey, for sure. But I mean, yeah. but I but I I mean I think I think that I think that it was a, a great conversation. I'm just happy that, you know, you, you are coming out of this this shell, you know, because I remember when we talked the first time you said you were shy and and after talking yes. to you. I don't yeah, think that is so I don't good. think that is yeah, I don't think that it's shyness. I think it's just, you know, you know, you you and your cocoon and you're about to come out and, 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 and come out as a butterfly. I think you just still dealing with, you know, the, the, the trauma and the and the, you know, remembrance of everything. And just like just now, you you just you got a little emotional, but it was because you thought about like, damn, that was me. This really happened to me. And I mean, that's perfectly, you know, you know, human. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I mean from myself, Amechi, you know, I, I want to thank you for doing this. And, I mean, I'm just ready to see, you know, this podcast and, you know, possibly be a guest so I can kind of talk about mental health on the men's side and be an advocate for men and, you know, letting them know when yeah. they feel something tingling. If if, if, you, if your balls ain't feeling right, I mean, whatever it is, we got to go, <laughs> you got to go check it out. I mean, because that's, I mean, that's just being, that's just being real. I do have one more question for Danny and um it 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 kind of segues into Kevin what you were talking about like you know about you know how God kept her here and I was thinking you know sometimes we go through things so you can kind of get to your purpose you know and it may be something as traumatic as you know having a brain tumor and he kept you here because that is a part of your purpose 
you know, on earth. So I was going to ask Danny, how do you look at life now? Like, what is your per- perspective on life? Honestly, um, I'm going to be going skydiving really soon. I tried to go this oh, week, okay. but they didn't have any, they didn't have any um, availability open. On my one-year mark, I wanted to go skydiving. Mm. So yeah. for me, I listened to this person, um, this motivational speaker, Les Brown, and Absolutely. he said something that big was less. so big. Big Les. Yeah, okay. yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Uh-huh. That was so powerful. And I think that's one of my issues that I was having. I kept feeling like I had time to do everything. Like, mm. I had, well, I really didn't have any time because I always felt like I had to be done everything by 30. And then mm. I've come to a conclusion, like, I'm going to just do it whenever I want to. Like, if I wake up today, like how I woke up today, and I was like, fuck it, I ain't going to work. I ain't going to work. You know, I was just like, whatever, however I'm feeling in that moment, that's what I'm going to do every Let- day. Like, I'm I'm going to live each day one day at a time. Les Brown, I Les Brown is the man, though. He the man. He is. He is so good. I got, I got a <laughs> homie. I got a homie that I interviewed two years ago, and he's really close to Les Brown, and Les Brown has been mentoring him and all that, man. Les Brown is... And then there's another mm-hmm. dude, I can't think of his name right off bat, but he's kind of new on the social media scene. He's like a newer, you know, motivational speaker. He kind of talks oh, about... Her. Is that his name? Doskin dude? Gary I, I, I just know he's Doskin. I don't know his name yet, but oh, I just no, know... No, 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 no. no he's not Doskin. He's a Doskin cat. Yeah, he's a Doskin cat. Okay. And, 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 and okay. I heard his story of how Les told him, you know, be himself and assert himself and do certain things. And now he's like a, 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 a foreseen you know, motivational speaker now. So you just never know. You just never know what God is trying to put inside of you. You never know when he wants you to bring it out. I mean, because people could always Uh say, oh, I don't have this and I don't do that. Listen, when God is ready for you to do it, 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 it's going to be the the time to do it, not when you want to do it. So, very true. Yeah, I just, I just, I thought that was good. But yeah, man, I don't, I don't want to, I don't, you know, I know, I know it's, you know, Thursday night and, you know, it's, you know, I don't like to keep people too long, so I, I, I again, I thank you. I really do. Um, I honestly am, am waiting to hear, you know, this podcast. I'm, I hope you've been practicing um, because I think the next time we come on, we will be on video. So you got to get prepared for that. We will be on video. So I think you gotta, yeah, I think you got to get prepared for that. So, Major, do you have anything you want to close with before we before we oh. shut down? I just want to say this this discussion was so inspiring, Danny. I'm so happy that. You were able to share your story with us um, and just give us so much of a like in-depth perspective when you actually hear information like this, even before you went to the doctor, just the whole process. Because like, you know, Kevin was saying earlier, and especially you, what you were saying, how we just miss we just miss, I guess, like opportunities to go to the doctor. You know, we'll, we'll just cough it up and say it's something or it's this and that. So I really appreciate your story. I really do. Because I think it will make people start going to the doctor, even if you feel like a little bit of a pain. You just know when your body's not right. We know. We listen. Listen. We, we can, do. We do. We, we can play around and we can, you know, bullshit, mm-hmm. but we know our body. We know. When we know when yeah. something ain't right. And when it's not right. Yeah. That's when you have to, you know, confide in whoever your special person is to talk to them yeah. so they can motivate you to do whatever they got to go with you, whatever it is. Let's not play around with it. I mean, there's already enough people who passed through COVID. I mean, these last three years have been serious. And so, mm. you know, if, if there's something going on, why not let's get it checked out now so we can, yep. you know, have more time because I want people to be able to, you know, live their best life. I mean, because things are going left so much. It's time for yeah. us to just make sure that we good so we can, you know, continue to live our best life while we still here. While we yep. still here. So, I do appreciate <laughs> the story. So, yes. For sure. So, I mean, this is another outstanding conversation on Real Talk with the Six Man, y'all. I think the next time we will be back, we will be live on Facebook and YouTube on June 1st. I think it is, Amanda. Is it June 1st? Yeah. Yeah. June, June 1st. 1st. We, we have a gentleman. Um, he is actually a motivational speaker. Um, and he's going to be talking to us about a, new, a number of things, and I got a few questions I want to ask him. So please check that out, June 1st, 8 p.m., Facebook, YouTube, Six Man, Amechi Effect, Miss Danny. I appreciate y'all. Y'all be safe, be easy, and be better than you were yesterday. Love y'all. Peace.
Never tuned out. Gotta stay walking, be a sleepwalker. 